right. Hello, everybody. Whoops. It's a little lumpy out where I am today, so I apologize. And as sorry that I was the one delayed, it was a two minute delay, but we're ready to go. And we are so fortunate to have the amazing Jean Tanner with us today. So uh, Jean, if you would take a moment and introduce yourself and tell everyone where you're from. I know a lot of people know you already, but I would love for you to take a moment. <laughs> okay, I'm Jean Tanner. I've been selling real estate for 40 years. This is my 40th year. And I, my area is Salt Lake City, Orem, and Provo, Utah. So Utah County, and then also uh, Salt Lake area as well. So I've been following Mike since his third retreat. I heard about it when I went, and I went to his third retreat, and I believe I've been to every one of them. So that's how I know Mike, and that's what my life is. I Fortunately, I learned quickly that if you're following Mike, you're successful. Most of the top agents in my area are all Mike Ferry agents. Well, I have to tell you, Jean, that one of the things that I am really looking forward to with today's interview is you do so much and there are, you, you just grab life and live every moment <laughs> and yet you still run a successful business. And, you know, it's funny because Q7 is about asking the same seven questions. And one of them, I think it's uh, number five, has to deal with overwhelm. And I just thought of you and I went, I can't wait to hear what your answer is on that because I've never seen you in a frantic pace. So let's get started with question number one, which is what does an average day look like for Jean Tanner? Because you do so much. Tell us how you, what a day looks like for you. Okay, so I'm not a real early riser, but I do make myself get up at five o'clock. I, I go to the gym every morning. I, I'm groggy. I'm not an easy jump out of bed. Let's go kind of person. It I have to have somewhere to go in order to do that. Uh, I'm a night person. I could stay up forever. But I get up and go to the gym every morning. I work out or I ride my bike. I'm an avid road cyclist. So if I'm not at the gym, then I'm riding somewhere around 25 to 30 miles on my bike. And in the winter, I do the Peloton bike. So uh, after that, I come home. I practice the piano for two hours every day. Uh, and I try to get a minimum of an hour and a half in in the mornings. Uh because I I used to just do an hour in the morning, an hour at night, but I've learned that your mind is clearer and fresher. And my improvement was so much greater if I would do that in the morning. So I do that. I don't get to the office until 8.30 or 9. I start my prospecting 9 to 11. I call 25 clients a day. Uh, I usually have team meetings or things about 11.30, lunch, and then I do lead follow-up. And then I always do my appointments, 3.30, 4.30, and 5.30. So that's my schedule. I've rarely worked Saturdays in my career, and uh, rarely have I worked nights. So, and I get that, I stole Joan Pate's line years ago, be the calming force in the transaction and also my relationships. So I try to be the calm one. <laughs> well, well, you succeed. And there are a bunch of us sitting there going, you practice the piano for two hours every morning and you still get to the office by 9.30. Yeah. And yeah. make your contacts. That well, is... and I didn't start taking, you know, I took piano for 10 years as a kid, but I had a terrible teacher that I didn't learn. And so my teacher said to me, Jean, I think you could be really good, but how do you feel about starting over? 
So uh, three years ago, I completely started over and she's teaching me theory. And so it's been painful to go back through all of that, but it's making a big difference. Wow. Good for you. So it's always back to the basics, right? It's always the basics that count. (laughs) So question number two is what is the biggest challenge or obstacle that you face? Because that sounded like you've nailed your schedule. So what is the challenge? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) every day, every, that's why I kind of like real estate. Every day is different. Uh, My very biggest challenge is distractions. And I'll just give you the example of the day. I came into work this morning and got an email from an attorney who was suing us for using a photo that my web designer put on our website for copyright infringement. Well, it happens to open up on every different page of my 18 agents who work for me. And so it's not only one fee, it's 18 fees. So of course, now I have to get an attorney and fight that. But you know, you just can't allow yourself to get distracted with anything that happens, whether it's something big like that, or just moving forward with, hey, Jean, can you help me with this? Yes, after my prospecting. So I've just learned that it, you know, <laughs> habits, your habits are your treasures in life. And what you create uh, really makes a difference if you just incorporate that into your daily life, no matter what it is. Well, I have a feeling there are a lot of people who are writing down that quote right now. Our <laughs> habits are our treasures. Mm -hmm. And it is, you know, it is so interesting when you have great habits, how great your life can be. Mm -hmm. So, and I I have another one that kind of goes along with that, that you're, if you have reasons why you do things, you will get results. So you have to have reasons why you do your habits. So I think knowing your reasons for why you do things is important. That's another great piece of advice. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things that you look at and say, you can do so much. And it's always amazing to me what we're capable of when we look back as to what's been accomplished. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what we can do. Reasons equal results. (laughs) Perfect. Like that one too. So question number three is how do you manage your time? Because you, my dear friend, are someone who travels all the time. You keep a successful business running. How do you manage all of this? Um. You know, I think the busier you are, you learn how to block. I don't have a things to do list. I've learned to time block everything. So when I prospect, I only focus on that. If I'm working on CMAs or listing appointments, I only work on that. Uh, You know, I've learned to, if you ask me, Gene Tanner, what is your superpower? I would tell you efficiency. So Mike used to, I haven't heard Mike teach this for many years, but he used to talk about the three E's. And they were energy, efficiency, and enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And I think efficiency is one I just really uh, grabbed onto, learning to be more efficient in the time that you're there. I mean, I've had agents leave my company because we're not a fun company to work for. We we all work too much, they think. But when we're at work, we work. But when we're at play, I'm not answering my phone usually. So I, I just would say learn to d- get the division there and uh, focus on your work. So if there was one piece of advice that you would give on efficiency, what would that be? Uh, You know, I know we all read, we all listen to podcasts or things like that. Um, There's three questions that I ask when I read a book or read something or listen to a a podcast, how, why, and when can I share it? So 
how will this influence my life? What do I, is there something in this that I just read that I need to, that I can use? Uh, why do I need it? There's your reasons, because your reasons, if you know why you need something, will create your results. And then when will I share this with someone else? Will it be in a team meeting, a sales meeting for my agents, with my family, my friends? Uh, I mentor for my church a lot. I mentor about 18 young women between the ages of 12 and 18 years old. I see them two or three times a week. And so I, I try to always look for little nuggets that I can help them grow with. I also, I got this idea from Karen Bernardi, actually. I teach geography to uh, seven of my nieces and nephews who um, are, are homeschooled. And, you know, during COVID, they started homeschooling and the, they their mothers had such great success with it. They've continued. So I just wow. called, Karen Bernardi does that as well. She teaches geography to her granddaughter and I just do my nieces and nephews. So we do 30 minutes a day four or five times a week. Wow. All different ages, starting from five up to about 13. Well, it is interesting how many people really don't know a lot about geography anymore. You mentioned a country or even a state Mm -hmm. and they're like, well, where is that? Uh, We just had that test on board of what are the states that create New England? So yes, that was our geography test this week. Mm -hmm. But that's great. And it always keeps you fresh. And well, I ask my nieces, what do you want me to teach them? The, I wanted to teach them something I wanted to learn more about. I could teach them math, but that's kind of boring. I let their mom teach them that. But I, I told <laughs> them I would teach geology, physiology, um, physics, you know, something that I wanted to learn too. But I, the easy part about geography is the six-year-old gets it just as well as the 12-year-old. That's awesome. What a great idea. And you're quite right. You get to learn while you're teaching. Right. So Uh I love that idea. Good for you. So question number four is what is one thing that you do that you think has really led to your success or that gives you that life that you want? You know, and I haven't been doing this really very long, maybe a year or so, but I do a five, four, three, two, one every day. I just write it in my book every day. So every day I call, even including Sundays, weekends, you know, if I'm calling somebody on a Sunday, I'm obviously not talking to them about real estate, but I I call five past clients every single day. I call four center of influences every day. I call, I, I make myself introduce myself or talk to three strangers a day. That, that has been unbelievably successful. So, uh, you know, I'll just talk to somebody in the grocery store line or, you know, some random person I meet. I, I mean, I, my office is right across the street from Wendy's. So we eat there often. And, you know, <laughs> I introduced myself to the manager the other day. I said, you know, I'm so sorry. I've never really introduced myself to you. I come here for for uh, my salad every day, but, uh, you know, and she gave me a referral. So three strangers a day, I call two of my agents a day. So people that work for me or uh, someone on my team, and then I do one random act of service a day. So uh, something really minor, I might give a homeless man something, or I might give my, uh, my assistant got a new puppy. So I bought some dog treats for her puppy because she doesn't, she didn't have enough money or you know, whatever, just something random. Well, I have to admit, now I understand something that happened with you when we were in Italy. 
So I will tell everybody who is listening <laughs> to this, that if you ever invite Jean Tanner to go to a social event with you because you don't want to go by yourself and you're thinking you're having someone who you can talk to, uh-uh, she disappears. She goes and finds everybody. And you did that in Italy at some of the Andrea Bocelli events. And you came back and said, wow, I've met all these amazing people. And I was like, where'd you go? Now I understand why. Yes. Yeah. That, that is great. So who is the most fascinating person that you met just by happenstance? Well, when we went to Andrea Bocelli, we met a man that flew in on his private jet from Dubai. And while he was there, he showed up in a, in a BMW 7 Series that was diamond encrusted all the way around the car. So I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, I met a man that flew in from Australia and he still connects with me. Uh, I, I'll tell you one that I met many years ago, uh, just introducing myself. Uh, I met a man that sold concrete in Indonesia. And then many, many years later, there was a tsunami in Indonesia and the concrete plant was um, blown up uh, with the, the tsunami. And I was able to connect those two and get concrete into the country of Indonesia. So you just never know when you talk to people. Well, and that's the key, isn't it? It's actually getting out of your comfort zone and mm -hmm. going and talking to somebody. So, you know, Anyone who's ever listened to these calls knows that when I originally started this idea, I said to Mike that I was going to do this. And he said, what is your goal? And I said, honestly, I would be happy if three people show up for this call. The person I get to talk to, myself and Dee, because I know these three will always be there because I've learned so much and I just love what you're sharing today. So thank you for you're that. Welcome. You're welcome. Okay, I'm to question number five, which is the overwhelm. Does that happen to you? Because it just never appears to happen to you. This, this is the way I explain this to my team. Sometimes you, you have so many things going on in your brain. And I explain it like you're in the tornado. Have you ever seen a tornado where if you're in the middle of a tornado, you see the cow flying around, but you think there's 40 cows flying around because they're all flying, the house is flying. But if you take a minute to move to the center of the storm, at the center of the storm, there is one cow in there and it's completely calm. So if I have so many thoughts flying around in my head, I just break, take a minute, write them all down, everything that's flying around in my head, then I prioritize them and I go, oh, it's just one cow, it, but it feels like 40 flying around in the tornado. So we'll often say in our office to each other, move to the center of the storm or move to the eye. And so, uh, and then my assistants all know that I'm a driver. Uh, I don't want long stories about the roof or whatever. I just want the bottom line, which is they need a new roof. Okay. Right. But sometimes they want to say, I called him and he said, and then she said, and then they said, and the owner said, I just want. What's the bottom line? So, you know, we get to that a lot. They have the joy of working for a driver. Well, it's so great because, you know, you just add that big smile to the end of it. It's like, what's the bottom line? It's like, don't tell me everything else. So you do it in a very inviting way. And that is just something that I think everybody could learn to do. Whatever uh -huh. it is that you're saying, say it with a smile. The, the biggest so. torture for me is a long story. Yes. And mm -hmm. I 
I've had plenty of time to watch Mike deal with that and just turn and walk away. So, so, so how often does overwhelm happen for you? Because looking in, I would say maybe once a year, but I'm saying mm-hmm. the other side is you're also human. There must be more things that happen. Oh, you know, like this morning when we got the um, letter from the attorney, I let it, I just, if I can tell my mind is spiraling, I'll just say, oh, five minutes. So I'll focus on this for five minutes, figure out what I'm going to do or who can handle it. I think delegation is very important in our jobs. And, uh, you you know, it, whatever's going to happen is going to happen anyway. So, yes. you know, no matter what, I, I often ask myself, what's the worst possible thing that could happen? Mm-hmm. I could have to pay it. It might be $18,000. Oh, well. You know, I can earn that in a day, just get focused on prospecting. You know, I think knowing your hourly value, uh, my my minute value is about uh, $24 an hour, excuse me, $2,400 an hour. And when I prospect, my hourly value is close to $6,000. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I guess it's a lot more prospecting. Uh (laughs) Smart lady. So, and you take a really a strong business approach to your business. This isn't a hobby. This is a business. Mm-hmm. No, I, ha- I have a couple of businesses, so I have to stay focused. I have a lot of real estate. I have a, over a hundred doors in real estate and I have a um, network marketing business that I put on the back shelf, but it's still thriving quite well. Mike told me many years ago, Jean, just stay in your core business but also I didn't want to travel like they require you to do in network marketing. So I still run those businesses. I still have those. I do a lot, a lot, a lot, lot volunteer work in my community and with the young women I mentor. So that keeps me very, very busy. And of course, the Andrea Bocelli Foundation. So I'll put a plug in there though. What a great work <laughs> that is. Well, and it is, it's, it's great to be a part of something that makes a difference, whatever it is, but it Mm -hmm. is truly, Mm -hmm. I had someone come up to me a little while ago and they said, you know, we saw what you were doing with the foundation. So we got involved in a charity and then we found out that only like 28% of the money went to the cause. It's like, yeah, yeah, it it really is worth investing the time and finding out what's going on. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So question number six is about mindset. And you obviously have a strong mindset now. Has that always been the case? Oh, no. I, I was telling my assistant yesterday, I remember when I was about 20 years old, my goal was to get a Buick. (laughs) <laughs> good goal I hope, I, can, I hope someday I can buy a Buick uh, I think it comes you know and I think this is what makes a person interesting too is you have to be a reader you have to read a lot you have to study a lot but I think that many 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 Mike Ferry agents read but I don't think they take the time to ask themselves the three questions how am I going to implement what I learned why am I going to use this and when And I remember my coach, Kathy Anderson, once saying to me, Jean, I don't want to hear about one more thing you've read. I want to know something you have implemented from what you And so that was really powerful to me. So I think uh, I'll do what I call a rapid response. And I, I do that after the book, and I'll maybe take the top five or six things that I learned and write those down. And then uh, same thing at night. Before I go home, I'll do rapid review of my day, rapid response. 
and just review what I did, what needs to go to the next day, what doesn't. So the efficiency thing is really important, no matter which business you're in. So when you read, do you keep a yellow scratch pad beside you? Do you write down ideas? How, how do you record what um, made an impact? You know, I do a lot of public speaking for my community here and, I, and for the young women I do. So if it's something that I can incorporate into a little talk or to share with someone else, I think people learn better from hearing stories and, and sure. um, tidbits of information. So I'll write those down. Even, even when I'm at Mike Ferry's uh, superstar retreat, I'll put a T by something he said that I can incorporate into a talk or use as a story. But I think, yes, you have to really focus on remembering interesting things. Yeah. I, I know for me, I always have to focus on that. And I read this great little article or a point that stuck out that said, complaining is simply telling others that you're not in control. Isn't that an interesting thought? That was one for me that it was like, oh, so if you're mm -hmm. complaining about something, you have the power to do something about it, get up and change it. So that was one of those. And as you say, you always have to be reading. So do you do anything else other than reading to strengthen your mindset? Do you, do you use affirmations? Do you keep a journal? Oh, yes. and there, I, I do have a, a little um, journal right here on my desk, a gratitude journal. Um, I, I write down every day three things I'm grateful for. And it's just literally Melanie Hunt gave me this one. And it's yeah. just literally I write three things I'm thankful for every day and grateful for. So today it was Sabrina giving back, contributing to others and uh, pizza. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I mm -hmm. love the fact that it's pizza. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's go on to question seven, which is if there was one piece of advice that you could give everyone on this call. What would Jean Tanner tell everyone? Well, um, I thought about that and I really have two to tell you. One is Please. make it simple. Uh, I think that when you create goals that are complex, you don't follow through with them. So, I mean, I can't, I love Mike's business plan, but the bottom line is I can't look at that and think of what I can do. I just have to have one simple goal a day, like make two qualified appointments every single day. I have to really simplify everything I'm doing. So I do a lot of 90 day plans rather than, you know, a year business plan. And then the other thing is never give up on yourself. Uh, I think for those things I've learned, I, it takes a lot longer to change than you think it does. It takes a long time to change. And uh, those of you that have known me for a long time know it took me 16 years to get all of my weight down off. You know, and I went through many different diets and plans and, you know, I did one and then they went out of business and then I did another one. And so it just, it takes a long time to change and, you know, relearning new habits is hard. I'm still working on um, changing character flaws that I feel like I have or, or complaining or, you know, we're not allowed, it, no one's allowed at our office to ever say they're tired you know, it, because it just spreads like wildfire through the whole office, you know, so we, we're cautious about what we say, I think learning to control your speech, but I just think never give up on yourself. So what would you say to the person who's struggling with that? And, you know, they sit and listen and say, well, that's easy for you to say everything's going your way. 
Well, pretty much. If you knew me when I was in my 20s or 30s, nothing went my way. You know, I, I'm single. I never got married. I It's not that I haven't wanted to. I just never found the right one. And then as I got older, I thought, wow, some of those men come with a lot of baggage. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I think, well, you know, so I think you just have to always look at constant, never ending improvement in your life. And, you know, I have a little sign on my desk that says, come what may and love it. You know, and whatever it is, you know, just come what may and love it. And what a great, uh, you know, what so, a great thought. Mm-hmm, you just have to enjoy your life no matter what happens. And you certainly do for mm-hmm. the people who can see the background behind me today. Um, we are on the boat. We are actually moving. We're out in the middle of the, well, not in the middle, thankfully, but we're on the Atlantic Ocean. It's lumpy today. But I honestly said, you know, if there was one place to be today with Jean Tanner as my guest, <laughs> it would have to be in the middle of the ocean because you're probably going to pass me on a windsurfer or something because, you know, you just always embrace life and you're always doing something new. Um, tell us a couple of the things that you have done. I was sharing with someone on our uh, the boat here that you have taken fencing lessons. Uh, you're hiking. You're you're always learning yeah. and doing. Uh, what uh, other things have you done? Uh, I just signed up for jujitsu, ju- and I'm going to start that with my did. nephew. <laughs> and I just look for things that I can do with my family or things that they love to do. You know, so uh, I I have done fencing. I've done target shooting. I'm I'm most people. You know, there's a lot of Californians on this call, so I have to tell you they they hate this, but. I'm a marksman, markswoman. I can hit uh, 294 dead bullseyes out of 300 shots with a handgun. And uh, so I, I've i learned to shoot, uh, you know, and I do it well. So I love to do that. I love to go target shooting. That's just a Utah thing. I mean, you, let me just tell you a really quick story. When you're in Utah and you get pulled over for speeding and you have a gun in the car, you have to disclose that. So one yeah. time I had a client in the car and I was got pulled over for speeding. And I said to the policeman, mm, I have a handgun or two in my car. You know, two. Looking at me and he said, get out of the car right now. Where is it? I said, mm, it's in the trunk. And he said, how many do you have? And I said, well, honestly, I don't remember five or six because I've been target shooting. So he made me go spread eagle on the car while he patted me down and searched my car. And so my client will never let me forget that now. He remembers the day that Gene Tanner got the pat down on the side of the main road that anybody driving by could have seen. So, <laughs> well, that is a pretty remarkable story. That's one of my best real estate stories, getting the pat down with a client in the car. What did the client say? Oh, well, he was a gun person too, so it was okay. Uh, okay. So. I, I, it's fun to target shoot for us, so we like that. <laughs> well, okay. So anyone taking notes, don't mess with Gene Tanner. That's right. <laughs> Keep a strong mindset and work on your efficiency. I yeah. love it. So I usually don't ask this question and I only have a minute left. I, I know we started a moment or two late, but I would love any recommendation you have for a book. Because something tells me you've read some great books. What yes. would be your best? Well, book? this is, these are the two I'm focusing on right now. 10x is uh, better than 2x. Yeah, and this requires a whole different shift of level of thinking. So um, rather than work my entire database, I'm 
now focusing it down to 100, maybe even 50, and I'm only going to work with them and create a whole different. Uh, so this one is really very, very good. Uh, the other thing, too, is that's going to require me to have a lot more systems. So I'm working out with the book called Traction. And then the last one is um, the Rockefeller Habit. So it's those two. The last two are all about systems and how to create better systems for yourself. So for me, I want to think about 10 times bigger. So that's where I'm coming from. Well, and I will tell you, Jean Tanner, you will, because you focus on this every single day. And for the ladies who are listening to this call, they're just, what a great role model you are. You live it, you breathe it, you do it every single day, and you you. do it with humility as well. And it's just a true pleasure to know you. Well, thank you, Sabrina. And well, I love all the women you. on the Mike Ferry in Mike Ferry group. We, 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 it's the bonus of coming to the retreats is all the extra people that we get to know. Well, and we, you are quite right. We're very fortunate. And I will tell you very quickly a little story about your Buick. Years ago, <laughs> we had a young lady visit us from um, Hawaii. That's where she lived. She came to a superstar retreat. She was a real estate agent. And she stayed at the house with us. And we took her on the first day into the hotel. And we we're driving along. Mike had a Bentley at the time. <laughs> and Courtney's sitting in the back and she sees the bee and she says to Mike, Mike, is this a Buick? <laughs> so see, Buick, not all bad. Yes, like, no, isn't that a great it's story? a Bentley, Courtney. But thank you, Jean. Thank you oh, for taking welcome. the time. Uh, if you would be so kind as to send D the names of those books and the authors, and we'll get them out to everybody. And okay. again, just you guys all, what a treat. It's just right. been wonderful to have you, Jean. Thank well, you for taking time the time. On the water, Sabrina. Thank you. It's getting okay. less wavy. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> See you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.